I have diarrhea. You did? You had yeah. food poisoning? I, I, I went to I went to a Chinese restaurant. Folks, if you think the pandemic is over, <laughs> if you think you can start if you think you can just go to your fucking favorite wet market and and go to your your your, your local butcher, Chow Chong Chi. It, it, not yet, dude. I had the shits, dude. This is what the CDC doesn't want you to know. I, I woke up in a fucking cold sweat at like six in the morning. Do you do that? You ever take like such a hard shit you can't go back to sleep? Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. like it's nature's alarm clock. I was I was skirting yeah. on the idea of like should I just take a shower? Like mm -hmm. it's such a mess. Mm -hmm. And then I'm done with like the Sisyphusian task of cleaning my asshole. Mm. I have to shit again. Isn't that Sisyphus, like the most? It's this, that's the guy you would push the rock up the hill, right? You know it. Look at this. That's dude. what. That's what you wiping your ass. Is like. That that is like it's a never-ending <laughs> task, dude. And and literally, as soon as I think it's non-shitty, it shits again. But I'm very happy to hear that our tutoring classes have been paying off, dude. <laughs> you see that, dude? Matt's understanding. My, Matt, our my friend Matt to... needs to podcast yeah. with us. The way you said Sisyphusian thing, you just yeah. like went through it. It took me like you were on to like two sentences later, and I was like, oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> I had to think Sisyphus, right? That's the story, and then I, I had to clarify. I think that's the level our listeners are also at. Yeah, though, <laughs> I, I get I get emails from listeners that our hour and fifteen minute episodes takes them three, four hours listen to sometimes because yeah. they got to pause and think about what they heard it's right. better that than like those autistic fucking energy people that listen to podcasts at one and a half mm. times speed Whoa. so they can pay kind, attention better we're kind of like recharged with autistic knowledge about certain things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. combined we make one highly advanced autistic person but yeah. individually we're just hopelessly autistic yeah but like we combine together to make one high functioning autistic person yeah. a we voltron have a lot of, we can do uh the sisyphus we can do u.s history yeah uh, i can go into baseball history mm -hmm. we got a little we know a little bit about pro wrestling yeah mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. is it matt right, which and is I know the subject about, yeah. in school yeah <laughs> it's funny matt, you and matt are, are history nerds and then me and matt are um wrestling guys and then bobby i guess uh you and i would be about uh rape culture connoisseurs <laughs> rape culture connoisseurs <laughs> yeah. oh, i remember, yeah, I remember like, well, the first thing bobby talked to me about we I didn't, he didn't even know i was a comedian we were hanging out at the uh, uh creek in the cave and everyone was telling me like oh this is like the place to go for comedy Bobby came up and shook my hand, and it was like, uh, Bobby Sheehan, rape culture connoisseur, you look like a guy who likes to pin down a woman. Mm. And that's when I knew mm. it would be the start of a beautiful friendship. You guys exchanged business cards, and it both had your name and rape, rape culture <laughs> yeah. connoisseur underneath? Joe, Joe gives me, uh, it, it's, yeah, Joe Gorman, 73, and he's like... <laughs> 73. <laughs> I'm like, wow, brother, I'm only at 59. And you're like, you know what? I think it's time for me to teach you. And you taught me how to rape, and I taught you how the subway system works. It's, isn't it wild? I was like, damn, well, I heard there's, if I could just find my way uptown, I know mm -hmm. there's a bountiful those, amount of women. Find those uptown girls. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Living in a dungeon yeah. world. <laughs> and Bobby's like, well, I know I can get uptown, but I just don't have what it takes to seal the deal. Yeah. And, uh, and together, <laughs> We became what is now known as the rape culture connoisseurs. The rape culture connoisseurs, also known as locker room talk. Na 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 na
It's like we're all about to say a slur. Yeah, we're so close. Oh, we're so. I'm about. I'm a racist, but I also have a stutter. Yeah. No, 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 folks. That's been our show. Thank you so much. Not, not for blacks. This place is. All the small things is also what we call our penis, folks. Welcome to oh, Locker Room all Talk. All right, all right, Bobby. You had your fun. I'm going to continue having my fun. You can't stop me. Yikes. My podcast, my choice. Whoa-oh. Folks, speaking of which, this is the darkest day in American history. Mm. Yes. No more nothing in red states, boys. Yeah. Women aren't allowed to murder anymore. Nope. All right, Matt. Come on. <laughs> That's cool, though. I mean, I guess, I, I guess that, like, ups my chance of... You know, adopting a baby, mm-hmm. which is something I've wanted to do for a, a while. Would you adopt a white baby? D- only, dude. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I go to adoption agencies. I'm like, all right, cleft palate, pass. Mm. Minority, pass. Ugh, I don't want to rescue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your you, idea, you're, baby, Matt, Matt is just waiting for, like, a lesbian couple to ask him to be a surrogate, but the old-fashioned way, yeah. where he has sex with both of them and whichever one gets pregnant. And they blindfold you, so don't you, you don't know which one you're fucking? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that's important to me, but it is. <laughs> that's great. It makes it more innocent that way. And it's yeah. like, we take the paternity test and he'll be like, no. What if one was an uggo and one was smoking hot, but they made you blindfold? Oh, you mean every lesbian couple ever? Yeah. <laughs> I did once. And uh, the only time I ever had a threesome, that was like what happened. Ooh. What were there? What, two dudes? No. Both ugly? <laughs> it was uh, two girls and one of them. She wasn't ugly, but she was one of them was homely, le- clearly less attractive than the other. Mm-mm. And uh, they were both into me and I couldn't like. I just wanted to hook up with the hot one. Right. Um, right. But I'll go always tags along, dude. So mm-hmm. I ended up. And you're like, like hit bricks yeah. wide. Wa- right. I'm trying to fucking <laughs> lay so some I pipe in hot bitch. Ended up accidentally having a threesome because I couldn't, didn't have a wingman to get rid of the girl who I didn't want to hook up with. That's yeah, right. Dude. That ain't so bad. Why yeah. did you call old Bobbert, dude? <laughs> yeah, I would have come right over and fucked that homely bitch. Yeah. Bobby's always <laughs> saying, like, man, if I just had an excuse to cheat on my girlfriend. Yeah. I'm always saying that. Yeah. He's always, so we're going to go. Jones and <laughs> we're gonna go back 10 years Bobby's an alcoholic but he still has the current girlfriend that he has yeah <laughs> wow what crazy that that's like Matt goes back in time uh, steps on a fucking blade of grass and mm. now like Bobby's an alcoholic mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude that's that's why you know what you should have done is you are having a quote-unquote threesome yeah. but like you're like I want to be in ch- like I'm the guy right I'm I kind of like call this shots and right and, right. and you have the hot girl like suck your dick and you like fuck her in the pussy and you yeah. fuck her in the ass and then like, you're like I love when yeah. the when the other girl oh I want you to watch you should you know, be like, you're just yeah, I'm like, going to oh, fucking, watch. I'm going to yeah. bend you over. I'm going to fuck you doggy style. And you, you're going to get in my fucking car. You're going to go to Hardee's. You're going to pick me up three chicken nuggets. Fucking double quarter round. Just like fucking give her an order. Why not? You're going to wait outside until you hear the words. I came. Yes. We're going to have a threesome, so I'm going to have sex with you, and you're going to run errands for me. You can run like a fucking grocery list, and it's yeah. like, there's a Whole Foods four blocks from here. I give them both a yeah. list, and one of them, it's got like blowjob, yeah. anal, the other one, it's got like produce. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would really get my cock hard is if you picked my kid up from soccer yeah. practice. 
Oh, I'm saving so much time. I'm going to come. Yeah. I'm going to come because of how much time I'm saving. What about you, Bobby? In your travels, have you ever had sex with two chicks at the same time? No, but I have had sex with one girl at the same time. Ooh. Yeah, at the same time? Mm-hmm. At the same time. <laughs> I had sex with her, and she had sex with me. Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool, huh? What about you, Joe? Threesome oh, ever? Oh, my God. What? How did I forget? I once had a threesome, but I did before it. Is it still cool? I mean, oh, yeah, that's did? actually that's actually cooler because it's <laughs> no strings attached, which is mm. the coolest thing mm-hmm. a dude can mm-hmm. do. It's cool in the mind because I would have paid for one of the girls to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you couldn't possibly mean that. I don't. Oh, Matt. I feel bad. Yeah, she wasn't ugly. That was the. Uh, did she the... have a beautiful soul at least? Mm. Um, mm. They were both not. It was after a wrestling show. I didn't know that. That's well. so funny. Were they wrestlers too? <laughs> no. Mm. Both okay. regular whites? Both whites, yes. Nice. Both civilians. Nice. Love some white girls. Yeah. So snow you, bunny. And, and so, Love yeah. getting myself a snow bunny. So dude. this is like quite the inverse of the virginity losing because mm. Matt lost his virginity through a uh, prostitute, but he had a consensual uh, threesome. Mm. And Bobby, I can only assume you had consensual sex when you lost your virginity. You know it, buddy. But, yeah. So, so, but then you paid for a threesome. What What was the story behind that? Uh, it was when I was uh, when I was in the Czech Republic, and I had many. A night with a working girl there. That was the height of my alcoholism. Did they make you wear a condom? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but I would just like, uh, I'm not a, like a sober John. It's just like uh, the wild animal part of my brain that would take over. You know where you where I'm just like blackout. I'm like. All right. Well, amazingly, no women are interested in me as I'm almost falling down. So time mm. to go to these because so they have brothels, which are legal. And then like even street prostitutes are decriminalized. Ooh. So I would walk down Whistler Square, which is like the Times Square of Prague. And I found this this girl. Yummy. And she was like, if you pay double, you get two girls. And I was like, the math, the math checks out there. So then this is crazy. <laughs> Bobby had a fucking calculator and shit. <laughs> He's like, hold on, takes a monocle. (laughs) (laughs) He's chewing on the end of a pencil, like punching in numbers. Well, wait a minute. He's like a little visor. He's asking people on the street what the conversion rate is for American money. Looking for an Asian in the Dad, you've always been good with money. Can I ask you a financial question? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I fucking find an Asian and ask him. (laughs) How was it? It was, um, I mean, it was fun, but I had to, I got a condom blowjob from two nice ladies. Did you feel like a fucking champ? I felt uh, silly because I couldn't come. Condom blowjobs are coming back now that women can't get pregnant anymore. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see like they don't those... want to get pregnant from swallowing nut? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's how see... women get pregnant, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they get it anywhere near them, yeah. yeah. Or if they if they both wish really hard when they see a shooting star. Aww. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful, Joe. Um, it's wild, dude. Do you ever do you ever see those guys that would like take their prostitute out to dinner and shit? That's real sad. I saw a guy do that. Um. I don't want to say any names, so I'll just say I'll just call him Greg uh, Hald. And uh, <laughs> is that his actual name? Yeah, that's a guy. Nice. Used to, that's a some super rich dude who used to do laughing Buddha open mics. Mm-hmm. Man, isn't that funny? The super rich guys in comedy. Mm. Well, well, well. <laughs> some some rich guys in comedy are super cool. I want to go on name record saying twelve. That. <laughs> Warren Buffett, John Mayer. You're just gonna name like all the rich comedians. He, so the, the or are you gonna be like Rosebud Baker, who's like actual rich? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But she's hot, so it's okay. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like she's she's 
rich, dude. Like mm-hmm. an actual like fucking billionaire. Mm-hmm. I wish my parents were fucking billionaires, dude. It's great. I mean, I also do think she's funny. That's like the rare thing there. Because I heard Matt, she- stop winking. <laughs> I don't get this fucking guy. It's a it's an audio podcast. Well, most yeah, of the stop time- with the smirking as you're saying a woman is talented, Matt. We know. <laughs> well, what's going I meant on. funny for a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but Isn't nine that like fucking- nine, I love nine times out of ten when you find out like a comic has uh, super rich family members, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Rosebud was the first one I remember being surprised by because I actually think also funny. tons of totally unfunny poor comedians. That's yeah, right. the struggle real. itself does not make you Br- talented and interesting. Bring back a, a middle class comedians. Mm. You know, you said we work it, at nine to five. We loosen our tie. Mm-hmm. We take out our briefcase and we put on our backpack and we go do comedy. We afterwards. take the gun out of our briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. We went like 100% the other way where it used to be like back in the day, anybody who was rich, everyone just looked at them as like, well, they must be a genius. They got everything figured out. Mm-hmm. They invented whatever the thing is. And they're a great contributor to society because they have money. And that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. But now it's gone the way where it's like, nope, every rich person just got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, they were yeah. born in, every which person was born into it. Yeah, but also most people who were born with what they had couldn't. Most people who were born with Jeff Bezos had couldn't have made it eighty billion dollars. Yeah. yeah, they could have. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding, dude? I could fucking quadruple that right now, folks. Let's let's show this Bezos pussy how it's done. Give me some fucking money, and we are gonna topple Amazon with the best. Online pornography and gun purchasing available. <laughs> you can get any kind of pornography. All of it's filmed in international waters where John Law can't tell us to fucking put that out of our mouth. You can see whatever you want. You can buy any kind of gun you want. Mm. Any kind, dude. I don't care. Take it to a school for all I care, dude. We're stronger and richer than Jeff Bezos. Folks, this is just a bit. I don't want people fucking snipping this audio because I made fun of rich fucking comics so they hire some fucking private investigator to comb through my social media and try to find something like, oh, he wants to fucking rape people and shoot them with a gun as a bit, all right? Let me tell you something. My comedy is a reflection of the current state of America. So if you want to criticize me, how about you criticize all those people in Congress taking these rights away from women? Not it was, me. It was the Supreme Court. It wasn't even Congress. I burned them all down, dude. There's no time. We, we, look, we came close. We stormed the Capitol. I'm sorry, Joe, you said a lot of things. I mostly agreed with all of them. But when you said Congress instead of Supreme Court, I had to step in. Uh, Matt and his uh, three branches, <laughs> yes, checks and balances. <laughs> You can say whatever you want about murder, about rape, but don't you dare mess up the legislative, judicial, and executive branches on my podcast. Mm -hmm. And hey, what about the fourth branch? Matt. The media. Oh, I was going to say corporations, but same. same. Damn. <laughs> How cool would it be if the fourth branch was the people? Ooh. How cool would that be? Man, Ooh. how cool would it be if in America the people had a say? How about it, guys? I mean, it's still pretty cool that Welcome we can- Welcome to Chapo yeah. Trap House. <laughs> it's still pretty cool. A podcast that, <laughs> that isn't for retards. <laughs> <laughs> It, we could get away with a lot, you know. But yeah, the big, I was reading um, a few months ago about the whole Edison-Tesla thing. Yeah. It went from Edison getting all the credit and no one paying attention to Tesla to now everyone thinks Tesla was the only guy who did anything and Edison actually did nothing. And it's mm. like, it takes two. Like, you got to have the guy who invents the thing and the guy who markets it. Mm-hmm. Because if you just invent something and no one is able to organize the distribution of it, then nobody gets it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same reason people aren't going to remember Steve Wozniak, but remember Steve Jobs. Exactly, it's like the yeah. exact. 
exact same thing. But yeah, then, Steve and, Wozniak didn't die from cancer for just eating oranges instead of going to chemo. Do you think that's true? Because <laughs> I am not going to chemotherapy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna smoke it a weed. Mm. You think he? You think he? Do you think uh, Steve Jobs smoked a little weed? How do you think that would go? I um, invented the eye bong. <laughs> I bought the eye bong. <laughs> Folks, uh, see me open for Doug Benson at the 420 mm. Humboldt Comedy Jamboree. God, if mm. Steve Jobs did smoke weed, you would just go to a vape shop and it would all be I smoke, I vape, mm, yeah. I just. Uh, I bet he did, he definitely did a shit ton of coke. Yeah, he, he did, probably yeah. did a apple bong. Honestly, like, uh, yeah, doing coke on an Apple phone makes me feel like a fucking adult. Yeah. That's like an adult. Mm. Samsung is like, I got to fucking take care of my kids. <laughs> you, yeah. Joe just got an iPhone and he's like, I'm an adult now because I do coke off a sleeker phone. It's it's a much more expensive surface to do cocaine. I, I also like the idea of you snorting coke alone in the middle of the afternoon while you're supposed to be working. And then you look down and go, oh, I... I can't be doing this on a Samsung. It's time for me to grow up. Yeah, it's like, what am I doing? Yeah. I gotta get my life in order. And I start doing coke off of an iPhone. I'm like, yeah. this is exactly what old Stevie Jobs would want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know some of the stuff Edison did? Yeah. He, he, I know he I know he created like this weird torture device that he would put little girls in when they would start to have their period. No, oh, Joe, the Gorman. Joe, he that's, invented the yes, Gorman. He invented the- that's Bobby. I asked about he stole Edison. that from my family, actually. Uh, Ezekiel Gorman, who invented that chamber. And I and this podcast is to get justice for Ezekiel Gorman yeah. and his child torture chambers that Edison took credit for. Damn, dude. Yeah. No, so Tesla had alternating current for electricity and Edison AC had done and DC. direct and Edison had done um uh, direct current, um, DC. and then they welcomed yeah. everyone to the jungle. No, that's Guns N' Roses. Fuck. And then <laughs> let's cut that out. We gotta cut that out. <laughs> you could have said Highway to Hell. I know. I'm sorry. I sh- I tried to shoot the thrill and I missed yeah, it. That's so funny. Damn. <laughs> Looks uh, like you, Guns N' Roses. I like because because Matt has book smarts, but he doesn't have street smarts like mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And Bobby is just like he's just like a wide-eyed dreamer. Yeah. <laughs> That's my baby. Bobby's anyway. just a little country boy from upstate. Yeah. Not ready for the harshness of New York, dude. <laughs> Jersey Matt Marin yes. and West Coast Joe to give you a taste mm. of reality. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there was the alternating current, alternating current, direct current, and Edison. Uh, want, once Tesla uh, worked under Edison, once he went on his own to try and sell his own thing, Edison was just a better marketer. Mm. And part of the Hell marketing yeah. was Edison would go out and electrocute elephants and kill them with, with Tesla's alternating current to show people it was so dangerous you shouldn't use it. Tesla's Whoa. a monster. Are you telling me that Edison was trans? Because he shot the elephants? <laughs> what? <laughs> elephants. Like Republicans? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That was worth interesting. I love that we're point. so fired up by current events. Yes. Damn, dude. Well, yeah, because... Well, uh, I like Edison then. Because, like, yeah. I mean, like, Edison's like me, where it's like, get out of here, fucking nerd. I'm going to make this shit cool. Yeah, Tesla died broke, and Edison was, yeah. like, the, uh, like, the Edison, Steve Jobs. Edison, yeah. Edison died, uh... Paying for sex with two women and not even fucking flinching. Yeah. Not even worried, is it gonna break the bank? What will my mommy think? It's like, yeah. I'm fucking Edison, baby. I'm fucking rich, yeah. dude. Well, yeah, like Rockefeller didn't invent oil, but he's the one who came up with the way to distribute oil and like brokered a deal with uh, Vanderbilt and the railroads. And there was actually, it was one of the, uh, 
I forgot which one it was. One of the guys who was running a railroad, um, I think through Chicago or something, had just told Rockefeller, all right, you want to give your oil to people? I'm charging you this much now and just raised the prices on him to a ridiculous amount that he couldn't afford. And so then he just came up with the idea to make pipelines. Nice. Got you, you piece of shit. But like, a thing like that is like, it's a risk. You pay a whole bunch of money. If it doesn't work or it doesn't pay off, you like, you're done. That's where all these, like, Carnegie decided to make a bridge entirely made of steel. He was in crazy debt, but once it was made, it worked. So he's, like, one of the richest men ever. Mm-hmm. It's that risk. Would you take that risk, Matt? Um, yeah, would yeah. you do comedy for years well I know, into your I know, 30s? I know Bobby would. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bobby paid $500 on this mm. top-line podcasting mm. equipment. Yeah, I'm, I am the producer of the show. Yeah. Uh, Joe is... is uh, I'm the editor. You're the editor, and Matt is uh, well. Matt's here. Yeah, you could. Matt's the brains. Yeah, you can yeah. tell I'm the editor because I only edit out the slurs I say, mm-hmm. and otherwise <laughs> it's like, well, I have to. I have to maintain the prestige mm-hmm. of this for everyone well, else. Matt can be the. Matt is, I think, my the manager because he. I, I do social media, but he reminded me to do social media. Um, no, no, Bobby. The last time Matt managed a podcast, it drove everyone insane. <laughs> It's never fucking happening again, dude. I won't. I won't let him destroy this one. This rose that grew out of a pot of dirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Damn. Matt has been told, telling me to watch Succession. So, yeah, <laughs> it's the vaccine. Mm. Oh um. my god, dude, man, I am so fucking excited, man. Yeah, mm. yeah it's almost summer because Roe vs. Wade is getting overturned. Yeah, pregnant girl summer, dude. I Roe can't wait. Wade box. <laughs> Go over what? Roe Ro vs. Wade Box. Rover. Oh, hell yeah. Baseball mm-hmm. reference. Mm-hmm. You do the rest. I don't know much about who was, Rover Who was Ro the... Dwayne Wade. Ooh, it was Wade okay. Boggs. He was the guy that pitched a perfect game on acid, right? No, that's Doc Ellis. Yeah. Wade Boggs is the one they did an Always Sunny episode about him that's because he right. drank 119 beers in a day. Man, that was back when athletes were fucking athletes, <laughs> yeah. dude. That's fucking... And now everyone's like... Now, like... You know, like when... Uh, I don't know if you guys follow like the UFC, but they were always like popping on like, you know, this... Uh, fighter uh, John Jones, who was yeah. always getting like busted for like coke and yeah, he's being drunk. Uh, he's an old school athlete. Yeah, it's like that's how <laughs> athletes let them be, let them live opulent, decadent lives. Like I was getting mad when Conor McGregor was going nuts. Yeah, let him go fucking nuts. Tyson was at his best when he was like deranged and in prison. Well, the thing is, yeah, it is like you always heard these stories about athletes getting out of control or whatever in the past. Like, oh, this guy was an alcoholic or he was a womanizer and all, but you never saw it. When you see Conor McGregor actually throwing the dolly like the giant steel dolly through a bus window that other people are in it's like oh yeah it's uh i'd rather just hear that he was a crate he threw a hizzy fit in the parking yeah. lot than actually see it and yeah. then see the other person talking about the damage they suffered in their eyes from the glass in the window Damn. it's more fun when i just heard the mickey mantle was a drunk and a womanizer mm-hmm. but mickey mantle that sounds cool dude mickey mantle babe ruth those yeah. are the fucking those are the fucking Yankees, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smoking cigars, drinking some beers, eating meats. Mm. We should eat some meats. We what do you want to eat? eat? I love skirt steak. I've been going to a lot of the German restaurants out here in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. loving the uh, the Wiener Schnitzel yeah, and dude. the Spatzel. We went to the Italian place a few weeks ago. And then we went to Margaritaville together. We're really up and down here. Carnosaurs. We'll dude. do. We'll go to Red Lobster, then some fancy mm. Italian restaurant, then Margaritaville. We gotta fuck around and go back to Red Lobster. I'm a. I am a. 
addicted to Red Lobster. The cheddar you got biscuits. all those cheddar biscuits, dude. Mm, yeah. My mom, apparently, when she was pregnant with me, was uh, obsessed with going to Red Lobster, and she had never been before. That's why she had a redhead? She had a redhead. <laughs> Damn. But, Bobby, well, you in truth, they went there, but there were too many black people, so they left. Okay. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Are you an only child? I'm an only child. They got it right the first time, and also I ripped my mom's insides. Damn, were you a cesarean birth? Damn, and 25 years later, so did I. Tim, Bobby. Listeners, listeners, I think we could all agree that was a bit inappropriate. <laughs> if you could write into just some locker room talk at gmail.com, tell us how you feel about that last riff. Yeah, eventually we'll check the email. Mm-hmm. Man, we're we're set, oh, dude. Yeah, I still haven't checked the email. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Matt. We got it. Thanks for yeah. thanks for keeping me on top of stuff. Mm-hmm. I really gotta uh yeah, I'm an only child. I was a cesarean uh, section, emergency cesarean. Oh damn, was, was like your the umbilical cord wrapped around your little no, throat? No, I had uh, the I. The story is actually kind of wild because I was born two months early. Damn, little ass preemie. Little ass preemie. Well, I, yeah, I was. I was three pounds thirteen ounces. Not the giant man you see before you today. Strapping. Mm-hmm. How big but, were you as a baby, Joe? I was like. Um, I was. I was born right on time. I think I was about seven or eight pounds. Seven or, yeah, I was eight. Yeah, I was yeah. born right on time. <laughs> yeah, the doctor <laughs> was early. like, damn. He was like looking at yeah. his watch. He's like, on the dot, dude. Yeah, I Just was. Just slid eight. out of my mom's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was eight pounds, nine ounces. Then my little brother was nine pounds, eight ounces. And my parents were like, no more. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's, it. <laughs> yeah. that's a fucking big baby, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What were you going to say, Bobby? Uh, well, when I was, I was born, it was an emergency, uh, like kind of, because I was two months early, which in 1990 was a big deal. Mm. So. Um, the, the ambulance comes and they tell my dad, uh, like, just follow us in the ambulance because he didn't know where he, we were in um, uh, Patterson, New Jersey. Mm. Oh, yikes. And, yeah, and he had no idea, like, where the hospital was. And this is before GPS. So the, the, the um, uh, ambulance is like, you know, we're going to take her, but it's not an emergency. Like, it's going to be fine. Two months early is not a big deal. Um, so just follow us. So my dad is at a red light with the ambulance in front of him. They're both at a red light. And all of a sudden, the ambulance just turns on its lights and runs the red light and speeds like to the hospital. And my dad's like, "Well, that's not good." <laughs> you would have, your dad would have had the uh, 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 authority to mm-hmm. follow behind. He well, he didn't know that. He, but did, he didn't have Joe Gorman next to him. Yeah, in the seat. Next little six-year-old so. Joe Gorman <laughs> who understood law at a still, prodigy still level, still smoking weed and doing coke yeah. off an iPhone somehow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so my dad's like, "Oh fuck!" So he he's like driving around trying to find the hospital. Finally, gets to St. Joseph Hospital in Patterson. And uh, for listeners that don't know, Patterson, New Jersey, is like one of the most dangerous yeah. cities in the country. A lot of black people. A lot of black people. And listen to this. He goes into the uh, emergency room the, you know how he's introduced to the emergency room of Patterson, New Jersey this cracker here <laughs> this 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 cracker, my dad, who I've always thought of as a cracker myself mm. he walks into the doors and he's he's like met by a uh, uh, this Puerto Rican guy yuck he knows he's Puerto Rican because he has a giant Puerto Rican flag like mm. a, a shirt that's just the Puerto Rican flag that had just been stabbed. Like, that's the guy my dad saw when he went to the emergency room. It's just a guy with a giant-ass Puerto Rican flag that had just been stabbed. And, uh, and that's how he met his son, you know? <laughs> he saw that, and then he went, and yeah, then they... I, you know what? 
a lot of people assume that I was a C-section baby just to keep the pussy tight, but it was actually an emergency. I stopped breathing. That's oh, why no. that's why the the ambulance blew the red light cuz I stopped breathing. So they they were like giving my mom like anesthesia and they were like did it work and she was like nope and they were like sorry about that and they just <laughs> like fucking that sucks. scooped me. Yeah, dude. Damn. My mom tells me that every once in a while. I think it's to keep me humble. Damn, I don't even know what happened. I don't even know the events of my birth. Well, that's probably because it was unremarkable. Yeah, I think I was found. Dude, can you imagine being the doctor that saved a little boy and then he grows up to do a racist podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I held that kid in my hands. I could have ended all this madness. I know. All I know about mine is that my mom gave birth to me and they took me like into another room. And then before bringing me back in, they said, do you want to see your baby? Uh, the doctor asked me, and my mom said, who gives a shit? My ass hurts. <laughs> that's funny, dude. <laughs> Miss Mary. Aaron, are you ready for the Sons of Anarchy portion of your life? <laughs> <laughs> My asshole hurt. <laughs> yeah, your your mom sounds like a like a unhelpful DMV worker in that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn. but which was an easier fortunately, birth, you or your brother? Fortunately, not his brother. What's that? Oh, uh, sorry. I was wondering who was an easier birth, you or your little brother? I think my brother's easier because I like got they got to the hospital and it was like eighteen hours or some yeah. like ridiculous oh, wow. time well, in the hospital. Dude, you well, know, like, are you saying you didn't show up on time? Yeah, <laughs> damn, that's wild. But like every time a woman gives like a natural birth, like her asshole and pussy are like fused together in a giant ga gaping hole, mm. and it will never fucking heal. Yeah, folks, uh, Joe is not a doctor. No, that's true. Mm. I'm saying, dude. Mm. But the never heal, moms have the you never heal part is giving me pause. How many, how many moms have you had sex with? I had sex with two moms at the same time. I have, as <laughs> that was your threesome story. Yeah, that was my threesome. You had sex with two moms at the same time, and they each had one. They each had yeah. together two collective holes. Yeah, <laughs> I was at I was at my kid's soccer game, and yeah. I said, "Hey, let's 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 not watch these turds." Fuck around. Let's do some crystal meth yeah. in my trailer. I know, you only, sound, I know uh, you only have one hole now, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> this is going to sound gratuitous, but one of the uh, working women that I slept with in Prague yeah. had a cesarean scar. Yo. So I've had sex with at least one mom. There you go. Mm. Did you feel Does good about that? Does that count as a MILF if you pay for it? Yeah. <laughs> Everything counts as a MILF, dude. I used to do a bit about it on stage, but it made people too sad. Why? Yeah. What was your story? Tell the bit now, dude. Let uh, the audience decide. Well, I'll tell it on the podcast because it doesn't work as a stand-up bit. Okay. Like, literally ever. But I was... Uh, uh, she didn't, like, speak English very well. And uh, I was kind of yeah. drunk, so I didn't have my wits about me. So I asked if she was... Uh, if if uh, that scar was from, like, being pregnant. And which is the, the whole bit is like how inappropriate of a question that is. You yeah. naughty like, little scam. While you're paying a woman for sex, like, oh, yeah. do you have kids? You yeah. know what I mean? And then the part I make up is that she tells me it's not necessary in scars that she got stabbed. Yeah, right. And to me, that's very funny. And to everybody else, that it's actually very, very sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, imagine like getting stabbed and that's not even like the lowest point of your life. <laughs> your lowest, lowest point. point life is fucking me. Yeah, for money. you're low for yeah. money. <laughs> Can you also, I like the idea. Sometimes things happen in life. You're like, all right, how do I add something to make it funny? And Bobby's like, I fucked a girl with the cesarean scar. What yeah. if, to make it a bit for Sage, I say she actually was stabbed? <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Damn, dude. I feel like there's like a certain gap on like, when you can like pay for sex mm. what do you Bef mean because like i don't know i'm not gonna fucking i could never see myself getting a prostitute now i'm 37 yeah dude. Mm. that's like an old ass man mm -hmm. yeah you know that's like giving up everything mm -hmm. like so I, I could just i see it like if you're young and like you don't really understand like yourself and you don't, haven't built up the confidence mm. maybe it might be all right i think people put too much pressure on kids losing their virginity one yeah. and we put too much pressure on sex but
I think if it would help a kid mm. uh, feel comfortable, as long as he doesn't like, I'm just going to fucking pay for sex, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that turned out relatively okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But now I feel like that window is like, like 37-year-olds paying for sex, that's like a divorced dad mm. move, you mm. know? It's not like, I yeah. want to be advanced. That was like, you know. Well, I will say, thanks to the Supreme Court, we now get to see the miracle of childbirth a lot more often. Can we <laughs> still get, like, women, like, get their, like, uteruses removed and shit? Um... <laughs> what? Uh, yes, by yeah, Joe. By Joe. By Joe Gorman in an alley behind <laughs> behind behind Brooklyn Comedy Club. Joe Gorman will give you a hysterectomy. I, I like that. There's some towel girl out there that's like, the doctor says I gotta get a hysterectomy, but it's illegal now, and I know that because Joe Gorman said on his podcast. <laughs> wait, so wait. Women can't get like a hysterectomy now. No, or they Joe, can just that's get. Not, that's not involved at all. Then they. Then what's the fucking problem? <laughs> Women are like, look, if guys go around and like they're like, oh, I got a vasectomy, why can't women get a hysterectomy then? A uh, uh, hysterectomy is not reversible, and it's an invasive procedure. Hey, come on, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> It is wild. I don't. I want to. I want to read uh, Joe's brief. Yeah, <laughs> it is wild. Like, have you ever heard of a Supreme Court ruling getting leaked? Before it happened, it, I, we're I living, believe it's never happened. We're no. living in a brave new world, man. All well, that, sudden, that's like, the thing yeah. is, like people, like obviously, this is like a crazy ground groundbreaking moment of history. But like, also, I think what's kind of getting lost is what's what's the security like? Yeah, at SCOTUS. Yeah, Can, is it just like? Some yeah. some like 4chan kid was like, I wonder what the Supreme Court is up to, and now everybody knows about it two months early. That's yeah. crazy. People wild. are going to be riding in the street like. Like this is well, like now people are going to care because men are going to care because it's going to affect them, dude. Mm. Yeah, you know? we have to wear condoms again. Yeah, we're wear, that's what it's really going to come down to. Is like guys like we can't raw dog our fucking chick anymore. That's dude. my take on the whole thing is that it's just fucking nerds ruining another thing for us. Yeah, fun that's all. Versus not Bible fun. nerds, fun. dude. It's fun versus not fun. It's guys who. N- there's no way Samuel Alito has ever had a girl let him fuck raw. How mm. can you like look at a fucking fetus and be like that's a person? You got to be the stupidest fucking piece of shit <laughs> ever, dude. It looks fucking. Joe Damn, Gorman man. with the descent. Can you imagine, like, if my girlfriend like came and, and said, like, look at this, and like, she showed me a fucking picture of a fetus, and we've never known what a fetus was before, and she said, this is growing inside of me, I would say, we gotta get that shit fucking out of you. And some idiot reads a fucking book about God, which is <laughs> straight up fucking retarded, and they're like, oh, fucking... Oh, God, who gives a fuck? God is not real, all right? God is not real, and let me tell you something. All the abortions I have, they're never going to come back to haunt me. I'm not going to die and then be greeted by the hundreds of thousands of souls I aborted. Don't try to fucking ghost of Christmas future me and expect me to change my fucking opinion. I don't believe in fairy tales. I believe in science, and it's a fucking... Here's a fucking science fact for you. Dead baby equal cool. The hundreds of thousands of abortions Joe had paid for actually are the 72 virgins that Muslims get when they bomb someone. <laughs> Every yeah. time I've, I've had an abortion because we're so poor, like it was covered by the state. Yeah. Hmm. Very cool. That's nice. Do yeah. you feel powerful having uh, been an almost dad? Yes. I think it's a Highlander type scenario mm-hmm. where as soon as like they go in with the scalpel, I got mm-hmm. more powerful. Also, they made me sit in the waiting room. I wasn't allowed to yeah. go in there. Also, mm-hmm. now uh, now that men can get pregnant, abortion is not a women's rights issue anymore. You said, brother. Yeah. 
Take oh that. yeah! Sh- shut up! Once bitches. again, the trans population ruined. Fuck shit up for the normies. <laughs> Thanks, folks. You're real brave. <laughs> so now I guess being brave just means inconveniencing people. Mm. Yeah. What's gonna? I mean, there was the whole thing of like fighting for the right for trans men to be able to get pregnant and give birth mm. and still be considered men. Is there going to be a fight for trans men to get abortions? Hey, hey let me let me tell you something. Oh yeah, I read. Um, um... <laughs> get trans men can have babies, but they can't get abortions. <laughs> It's like, no, you got to fucking give this little fucking weirdo to fucking to fruition. You know, people are saying that that I I read uh, like a statement from, I don't know, some group. And they were like, this is going to disproportionately affect uh, working class women, women of color and trans men. So it's just in there. Yeah. Just already yeah. in the consciousness. Yeah. Fucking no. I can't believe they said that with a fucking straight face, dude. <laughs> they, they said it with a gay face, probably. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I read it, so I don't know what kind of. They could, the whole time they could have been like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a visual bit for an audio podcast yes. I'm a fucking professional Yeah, That's what we do man mm. Can you imagine going into a fucking Public bathroom And a trans man is like giving birth to a baby In the stall <laughs> And he's got a fucking It's the America Joe Biden wants That's the yeah. America we get now Thanks a lot Kamala Harris You know what this is what happens when we elect a Catholic president mm. This is what I was saying Is that we can't do it Yeah, I think there should be like limits to how old you can be In the fucking White House too mm. I think honestly I think the age limit To be president should be lowered to 25 <laughs> And it should be cut off at 45 Cause like then like you're making choices That have an impact on your future mm. You know you can't be like Ha ha fuck climate change And then you're gonna be 65 And you're yeah. like Fuck, I no, am I, in like, I, I agree. It should be like renting a car. Absolutely. You can rent a car, you could be president. Why not, dude? You know? yeah. Some legal documents. It's up to the fucking people. Why why would the people want some fucking geezer in the White House? You know, democracy is the principle of government of the people, by the people, for the people. Mm. But the people are retarded. Mm. Mm. That's I, Osho for you. I think we should have just Bhagwan like Bhagwan Rajneesh. We should have an elite few ruling class that mm. call the shots for everyone. Like Eber and Kendam's uh, Council of uh, Anti-Racist Tribunal. Did I tell you my idea of like a tribunal who I would have? I would have. I would have like, a I new world. I think it's very different than Eber and Kendi's. <laughs> like a yeah. new world order. Yeah. Here, mm. my tribunal is three people. Me too. It's a. It's a severe is it locker room talk. <laughs> yeah. Now my new world order is Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. Okay. Nice. I would have every decision in the world made by an empathetic woman, mm. an autistic man, mm-hmm. and a robot. Ooh, so a yeah, robot. locker room talk. Yeah, kind yeah. of. <laughs> Ooh, which one are we? Um, Joe's. Um, am I the empathetic woman? Mm. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, between the three of us, just the robot. Mm. And what was it? Uh, but Bobby's the, the autistic well, it's man. Not, it's not important which one I am. <laughs> it was the autistic what? Autistic man. Autistic I'm man. A, autistic yeah. man. Mm. I love. I feel like rules. we could. I feel like the three of us could all at different times fulfill each of those roles. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I would like to be the to fill, fulfill the role of empathetic woman, and then I could go fuck myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Ooh, that'd be. Remember, so nice. remember, like the early days of the internet, that Goatsy webpage where it's just a man mm. like tearing open his asshole. Oh, for I all to still see. send that to people. I'm an old soul. Isn't that funny? Damn, the early days of fucking middle school internet, mm-hmm. where it was like you could theoretically look at people like beautiful people fucking, but instead you were like. Here's lemon party of three old yeah. men fucking each other's mm. mouths. I remember in my here's sixth, tub girl in my sixth grade tub girl's good Harriet school, tub girl my sixth grade class we had a computer class and the thing is when the teacher was on the other side of the room the rest of us we would watch 
Uh, it was either funnyjunk.com mm-hmm. or there was stick figure death theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just stick figures like That was all on flash mur- animation, right? Yeah, just yeah. viciously murdering each other in different kinds of crazy ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, early internet was Happy Tree Friends. I remember that before it was like on TV. It's on TV? Yeah. Happy Tree Friends is on TV. It's on like you know, it's not like on like basic cable, but yeah, it's on TV now. How? Like, do they do what they do? Yeah, it's it's really intense, but <laughs> it's animated, so they can just do whatever, you know. Happy Tree Friends is that about our friends in Africa? It's. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna gather up some Happy Tree Friends. No, yeah. it's uh, it's like this. It, 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 it's sad Tree Friends is when they get lynched. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joseph. Yeah. Uh, then happy- they're then they're sad Tree Friends. <laughs> Uh, Happy Tree Friends is like it pretends it masquerades as as as. Uh, I literally said that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you could tag my joke, but you can't repeat it as if it's your own. God damn it! Uh oh, Bobby's getting worked up. Dude. Nah, I am the Bobby I am almost, the woman of the podcast. Bobby, now. Bobby almost threw himself on the couch in a fit of rage, and Cat looked at him and he stopped. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, yes, Happy Tree Friends. It was just animated uh, animals uh, dying in the most. Like brutal, violent ways. Yeah, it was, cr- and it starts off like a children's, cur- you know, it's something simple like they're taking a field trip or they're visiting the zoo. Yeah, the one I remember is like it's like um, deer and his other animal friend. They're just uh, out camping and they're gonna chop down a tree together, mm. and then it lands on like the deer's leg, oh, no. and he has to cut oh, his dear. leg off to get out. <laughs> It's just so like the and stuff he's is like so sawing brutal. it down to the bone, Time and they're like game. showing all the violence. It's it's oh it's wild. It's very intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I Damn. recommend it. Official show of locker room talk. Okay. Happy tree friends. Happy tree friends. Check it you out. You think we get them to sponsor? We need a sponsor. Mm-hmm. I'll say it right now. Mm-hmm. Stamps. I need some fucking money. Stamps.com. Mm-hmm. Tramps.com. How about Tramps. that? Ooh. Yeah. You get, a, you get a prostitute shipped directly to your house. Two Tramp. for the price of two. Trampstamps. <laughs> Trampstamps.com. <laughs> Damn, dude. We got to start selling stuff two for the price of two. Yeah, that's such you know a great I mean? deal. Because like, if you buy one for the price of one, it's just like you're only getting one. But if you buy two for the price of two, you got two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't even have to think about it. Just take, think mm-hmm. about how much you would pay for one mm-hmm. and double it. Mm-hmm. And that's the price for two. I had a, I had a friend in uh, in middle school that wanted to start a business where we would buy, like, uh, this was pitch. He was like, we're going to buy candy and resell it. And I'm like, all right, I'm listening. And he, he was like, we're going to buy a pack of M&Ms. Say they're 65 cents. We sell them for 50 cents. <laughs> then we have 50 cents. <laughs> And it took me legit a half hour to be like, here's why that doesn't work. You know what I mean? You had to and you take, know what, out, take and you out, know out the where monocle. You took out the monocle on the calculator again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where is, is he? he now? Uh, struggling. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all are, though. I'm not. I'm doing all right. I mean, yeah. I'm struggling with like c- keeping the shit in my asshole because mm. I have IBS or something. But yeah, I mean, I'm not like, I'm I not t- like, I'm not like up late at night being like, how am I going to make ends meet? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it, I do, do you this, have yeah? Do you have like kids when you're growing up where it's like you know everyone like does things kind of like oh this kid's like failing one class mm-hmm. and this kid's kind of weird here, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's just like kids being kids and then some of them end up being like complete screw ups and it's like wow I guess that like little thing he did where he was trying to sell M and M's yeah <laughs> at a loss actually was going to fuck up his life. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what it's gonna be. Yeah, because some kids do like messed up things and then they're fine. Yeah. 
I can snap out of it, man. You're the sum of your parts. You know what I mean? Like you could do messed up things, but if you're constantly doing messed up things, it's Mm. like, that's a pretty good indication of the guy you're going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially when you're a kid, you're just kind of like, I don't know. There's some kids who've gotten in trouble. I got in trouble too. So you know what's jarring? Did you get in trouble, Bobby? Um, no, no, not really. Um, I was a bit mischievous in like seventh and eighth grade, but I was also in a new school mm. and I went from public school to Catholic schools. So mm. I think like I was a regular public school kid, but like a naughty Catholic school kid. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, That's wild. That was my thing too, was I was like mischievous. So like mm. teachers never said I was a bad kid. It was yeah. like, I was a bad kid. Mm. I was a good kid who may do some bad things or like, it was a good, yeah. a lot of times it was a good kid who can't keep his mouth shut. Ooh. You know, you know um, what's, Good was, boy gone bad. Yeah. What was like jarring is uh, the kids that were like really good, and then you run into them, and they're like, "Oh, I, you know, I work at a gas station." Yeah, and you're like, "Fuck!" It kind of didn't matter. Yeah, goddamn, like you were like good at school, but then didn't didn't have like that. What is it? I don't even know. Like creativity, or you just burnt out. You You burnt out at the time where it was the most important. Didn't have the Edison in him. You didn't have the Edison. Yeah, you just kind of like, not even that. Like you, like a kid that was like. You know, on his way to be a valedictorian, and then you talk to him, and you're like, "You're not even interesting." You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. You're just a little incel. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then, and then, and then, me being wholly unremarkable my entire life, and now I'm like doing this locker room talk thing. The biggest podcast the, in America, number big, one, number one comedy podcast on iTunes. Mm-hmm. No Thank one you. comedy podcast named Locker Room Talk. <laughs> now, I, th- good, I think that's yeah. officially true. Yeah. yeah. Now that in mm. your face, fucking. Other podcasts that haven't had an update in over two years. Sorry, chicks. That's the thing. It is, it is like women we like, oh, we're chicks. taking it back. It's like, mm. no, sweetheart. Men are re-retaking it back. Yeah. yeah. We're reappropriating. We should actually name the podcast Chicks We Fucked. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. And then we just, we just named uh, seven women, and then that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> 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 All right. That's it. Have a nice day, everybody. Ugh. I, I can't tell how long we've been going on for. We've been going about forty-five minutes. Relax. The dude. timing is in. I seconds changed somehow. it to seconds. Yeah. How does that help anybody? I was doing some other, ed- dude. I'm not just editing your podcast. <laughs> I'm doing all kinds of other shit, dude. Yeah. How do you, How do you know that twenty six hundred seconds is forty-five minutes? Because you can also just look right up here. Oh really? Yeah. Right up where? Right up there, dude. <laughs> I'm sure this is great content for the listeners. There, they 45 love- minutes. Oh, wow. I changed it back. See, okay, dude? Okay. But look, right here, you can see like the actual numbers, too. I don't know where you're pointing. Oh. <laughs> All right. For the listeners at home, I saw where Joe was pointing to. <laughs> what is... Prob- see, Matt doesn't ask any questions. Yeah. Matt just puts his, his faith in the I put my faith entire- in Joe. Mm. Yeah. It's wow. like Bobby's like, I can't live life by each second. <laughs> <laughs> it's yin and, yin and yang, though. You yeah. you have faith, but I'm keeping him honest. He's a he's a he's a doubting bobber. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what's Prague like as a city? Is it crowded? Um, no, I think it's like a million. Um, but yeah. it just feels like a small city. But is it is it dense? Um, I like like when you're in Winchester Square, it feels like half of Times Square. Okay. Yucky. Yeah, I love Times Square. Mm-hmm. Why would anyone leave New York, baby? Mm-hmm. Well, because I know there's like, like when I was in San Antonio, there's a lot of people there, but it's very spread out. So yeah, no, even like the downtown oh, area doesn't. Uh, okay, feel I that understand crowded. what you're. Yeah. It, then I would say in comparison to a city like that, it's dense. Yeah, like you feel like you're in a city. Okay, and it's the epicenter of 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 the Czech Republic. Yeah, but it feels very much like the other. Um, 
Eastern or I'm sorry, Central European cities. Like if you've been to to um, uh, fuck, I'm blanking on the capital of Austria. Um, Bobby, please. Uh, oh, shit. oh, god damn it! What's the capital of Austria? I don't think I know it. I may know shit. it if I heard it. Uh, Budapest is the capital of Hungary. It's like that too. Vienna. Yeah. Vienna. God damn it! That was, yes. dude. That was infuriating yeah. me that I couldn't remember. I, I, you should have known that because of the fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Prague's cool, and it's 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 uh, um, it's fucking affordable, man. I paid less than four hundred dollars a month for an apartment. Wow. You know what I mean? And I was making twelve dollars an hour. Just having a nice time. Yeah. It's a good life. If I wasn't like a raging alcoholic at the time, I would have really enjoyed it. You know nice, I mean? man. And I did really like that. That that uh, that double uh, blowjob wearing a condom in a car. I got into some lady's car. Isn't that Damn. crazy? Like Bob I just got her. into her back seat, and I'm like, I'm ready. That, that's why I'm glad I'm man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I had the decision, if I had the substance abuse issue issues along with the decision making like process that that led me to i would have been like fucking tossed around like a rag doll you oh yeah I mean? yeah you know i'm not i'm not quite you know sure that my little boy pussy wasn't 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 plowed a few mm. times mm. you know what i mean you, you never can tell dude it, i woke up from a blackout once next to a bed you know how Damn. frustrating that is like on the floor i made it all the way back to my bedroom and then was just like passed out on the floor <laughs> literally literally right next to the bed I remember I woke sometimes up, that's all you need i mm. woke up in uh like on the grass in front of a building where i had been in a party at the night before and uh my friends it, no one said i don't know how i ended up on the grass but we all like woke up yeah and it was like, they woke me up to yell at me to uh because we were there was a football game on mm -hmm. campus we were all gonna go tailgate so i went straight from sleeping on the grass <laughs> to Hell going yeah. to a tailgate party and then watching a football game at stony brook university nice. <laughs> damn dude that went not hard. brushing your teeth not nope. taking a shower nope. just living in the goddamn moment exactly that's mm. why i have faith in joe corman mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It yeah. all works out, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I also once woke up um, after I blacked out and my dresser was on the complete other side of the room. Mm. Papers were on the floor and something. <laughs> I uh the first uh the first weekend of college, I yeah. I gave blood and then a few hours later got blackout drunk, which is not recommended. Yeah. Right. But it's still fun. I, dude, I uh Blacked out like that's the first time I think where the entire night left my memory. Yeah. Like I remember being at a party and then I woke up in bed and apparently I uh I don't remember any of this, but I went back to my dorm. My poor roommate was there and then like a nice kid that didn't drink or do drugs or anything. And uh, as soon as I walk in, I just throw up on the floor. <laughs> I throw up on the floor and then I take off all my clothes and throw it in the in the vomit and then go to sleep for some reason <laughs> that i was like I, I don't know if i was like well i'll cover it you know what i mean i'll i'll clean it up tomorrow you know what i mean i heard the night when my dresser ended up on the other side of the room my roommates told me i came back to the dorm uh extremely drunk they laid me down in bed and i said i had to go to the bathroom and they're like all right well go and i start t undoing my zipper and they're like no 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 no, no. <laughs> damn dude. walk me to the bathroom yeah it is it is crazy getting drunk college drunk because yeah. like that's like the first time you get drunk without like 
having to worry about like adult. I mean, you still have to worry about shit, but yeah. like you know, like what? Well, it's also find out. yeah. Wherever you're going, you're still, especially if you're dorming. I'm on campus, mm-hmm. so it's not like like getting drunk in the city is kind of scary. Like yeah. I have to f- figure out subways right on the way home. Here, I just had to like walk back to my dorm. Right. Yeah. I remember uh, one time I was uh, uh, blacked out in college, and uh, um, I think I was like very, very. I, I I was either lost or it was very cold. I don't remember, but I had this like you know when you're drunk, you're just more emotional. Yeah. So like there was a slight. It was a slight annoyance, me being cold or me being lost. I don't remember, but like that slight annoyance made me like behave irrational. I'm like I'm fucking ah, I want to just be home. And so I took it. I couldn't get like a cab to pull me over because they were all full with other people. Yeah. So I just stood in the middle of the yellow line, <laughs> like so that a car, like uh, eventually a taxi with someone else in it, was like just just get in, just get in. This is ridiculous. And I was like standing in the middle of the road, and it was like it was like a two. It was I wasn't on like the highway. It was like. Yeah. Uh, the main street of a campus where, like, the speed limit was 25. Yeah. But that's still, like... I remember the next day, uh, one of... Uh uh, one of my fellow RAs, because I was an RA. Oh, my God. Th- this is who's watching your children, if you yes. have tr- college-age children, folks. Oh, yeah. I used to party with my RAs. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone so, partied with their RA. Yeah, my fucking... W- one of the RAs on the team was like, hey, when you uh, get so drunk that uh, you think it's a good idea to stand in the middle of the road until you force a taxi to pick you up and drive you back to your dorm, could you at least not wear your RA sweatshirt? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fair enough. I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, I wasn't always the, the put-together guy that doesn't jaywalk that you know and love, Joe. The mild-mannered Bobby Sheehan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, I got college drunk last year because I was with all my college friends. And oh, we were damn. in Colorado for a friend's wedding. And now, I, when you're getting college drunk, you could sleep with your girlfriend who's a senior in high school. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, we were in the Airbnb, so I wasn't going to have to like even find my way back. And, yeah. uh, I did, there was a night I did edibles for the first time oh, sick. and then got drunk and, uh, Best woke up the next morning and the countertop from the kitchen was on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why I have did you no do idea. That? My oh computer my had been on it and my computer was next to it on the floor. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe there's a chance I was trying to get my computer and decided to take the whole countertop yeah. down. That's wild. That, that goes back to the, the fucking, you don't have any patience when you're drunk. Yeah. So it would have been like. Oh, I can't figure out how to take my computer, so I'll just fuck it, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's why like so many like fights happen because it's like you think about throughout your day how many like little annoyances like mm. people get, like even like someone brushing up against you and like leaving the subway, but it like add like the amount of emotional that you are like when you're drunk and it's like oh I I see why there's like fucking bar fights and yeah. You know, world star videos where people are taking off their shirts and yeah. shit. World star. What about you? You have any blackout stories, Joe? I had nothing blackout stories in San Francisco. <laughs> Joe's blacked out right now. I would I would get blackout drunk frequently in mm, San yeah. Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like I would when always you were doing comedy. When I was doing comedy, even before comedy, yeah. like from college, I had my first drink 
uh, freshman year of college That's after finals. To me. Yeah. <laughs> after finals? After finals. So you went almost a full year of being in college without drinking? Yeah, because I was oh, like, this is dumb. And then like they were finally like, Joey. they were like, just try it. And I was like, all right. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Holy fuck. And if I you was, never met that one person, you'd be like an accountant at a success, successful firm. I know. Not dude. even knowing what Patreon is. Uh, then we, uh, we lived off campus. Uh, but we lived like adjacent. Like it was like one of those like off-campus housing. But it was like he just paid for like an apartment complex yeah. Yeah. right next to the, um, you know, uh, school. Mm. So I would stay there with like a couple of my buddies, and we just got fucked up every night. Mm. Like the uh, none of like the uh, uh, convenience stores would ID. So we would just like get like tons of like taka vodka and there shit. There you go. Just drink to the point of blacking out every night. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was like twenty-five and started smoking weed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to chill out on So drinking. during those four years, or five or six years, when you're drinking and not doing weed, it's just blackout all the time? Pretty much, yeah. And then after you start smoking weed, are you still getting blackout drunk? Not as much. I was yeah. just like, oh, this is this is way fucking better. See, we had the exact opposite trajectory, because I was like a pothead from like 14 to 16. Damn. And then when someone gave me alcohol, I was like, oh, this is... This is what I've been looking for. Fuck weed, dude. Damn. Alcohol is where it's at. No, I was always like, man, weed is so much like I can smoke it. Like I would get like crazy high. Mm-hmm. And like eventually, like the more you smoke, like it's a more sustainable under you can function. Um, yeah. With me drunk drinking, I would always like stumble over my words. And I was always wondering, like, are they still you know, are they laughing at me or with me? Oh, really? You know? Yeah. That's so interesting to me because I was I was like. Uh, I'm not naturally extroverted. I'm not introverted either. I'm sort of middle of the road, but like I'd get extroverted from drinking. Yeah. And I th- like I'd have the experience in college of being like, "Hey Bobby, good to see you." And I'd be like, "I have no idea who that guy is." Yeah. Oh, dude, I would get hey, that Bob, all the time. Hey Bob, but thanks for the valuable advice that you gave me last n- night. And I'm like, "Fuck, I hope it wasn't like rape your girlfriend or something." Or medical advice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> advice about COVID-19. I remember like they yeah. didn't even have the warning beforehand. Mm. You could just say stuff. I, I was like my last year, my, I think like last like six months in San Francisco mm. when I knew I was moving to New York and I had like a little bit of a freak out. Mm. I was drinking a lot and I was also trying to have sex with as many people as I could. So, I so y- you were freaking out about the prospect of moving to New York? I think it was like, well, I knew I was, I knew I was moving to, New, I was moving to New York. Yeah. Like my, uh, was just being uncomfortable with change. And I think unknown. it was. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like the shock of it where it was like, I kind of I, like up until like I had the opportunity to move to New York, I kind of just assumed I was just going to live forever in San Francisco, mm. you know? What was it that made you want to move to, or decide to move to New York? I got, uh, I had my, uh, a job offer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a job offer out here in, in New York. That's not a job, so like with comedy, you would have been happy doing comedy in San Francisco uh, yeah. forever? Yeah, because I was like kind of coming into like the idea of like, oh, well, you can just like kind of produce your own shit and put it on the internet mm. and, and get appeal. And I was thinking like, I could build up some kind of project in San Francisco and then like go down to LA a couple months out of the year to work on it. Yeah. And I could like, you know, fly like once I had like any kind of career, I could go out to New York and kind of get spots. Mm. Uh, but then, you know, I'd always been saving money because it was one of those things where, oh, well, you know, if I ever get it was one of those things where it was like I was always like pushing it back a little bit more. Like once I save up ten thousand dollars, I'm going to move to New York and I got ten thousand dollars. Like once I get twenty thousand dollars, I'm going to move to New York. And I was like, it felt like I was like finding a reason Keep not going to. Keep going until we find go. out how much money you have in your bank account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so and then eventually, uh, my, you know, this, this job said, we have an opening in the Manhattan office and, you know, we can fly you out and move your stuff in. You know, you seem to find a place. 
And I was like, I can't turn that down. You know, yeah. so that, that's what It'll I did. It'll be interesting because now there's, like, I mean, Bay Area, it's not like going to L.A. for a couple of months isn't right. like crazy. I feel like how far is the drive, like eight hour drive? Yeah, it's though, like right? it's like yeah. six hours if you six gun hours. it, you know, um, <laughs> five hours if you're breaking the law, <laughs> five hours if you do some code off of your iPhone. Yeah. And <laughs> but not a Samsung. Yeah. Right. That'll actually add more time yeah. to your trip. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting because now there's kind of the thing where people in comedy, you can make a living without living in New York or LA, yeah. mm-hmm. but those are like, you know, like Nate Bargatze and Theo Vaughn live in Nashville. Mm-hmm. There's people who live in Austin now and there's, uh, some people who just live completely out of, even outside of Austin. Right. Um, I don't know if that's the case yet for people on the way up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, and like in the end, I'm glad I moved to New York, yeah. you know, it's like, it's something important. Like. I can't imagine being in the Bay Area when COVID hit. Yeah. Like, that would have sucked, especially, like, with my current... My, you would have my, had your own tent, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's worse than New York? I think so, yeah. yeah like, shit was New still York, open New in New York. New York was pretty bad during COVID. New York was I mean, bad. I moved. To, I moved to Jersey, and even that is, like, better than New York. It wasn't too it's bad. Just a, it was wild. I would take the PATH train... And from a 10, 15 minute ride from Manhattan to New Jersey, and it's like a completely different world. Mm. Middle of, you would just walk out of New Jersey, and it's like you could take your mask off. But in New York, it would be the thing where people are sitting outside, right, eating, wearing masks. outdoor dining, not wearing masks. People walking by them are wearing masks. It was stupid. <laughs> Fucking people were cowards. <laughs> um,. Well, but it's yeah, just like that's, herd immunization, yeah. too, because now they're even saying that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the thing I always deal with. I love doing comedy in New York, but I'm like a Neanderthal who should be living in like a cabin in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. I don't know, man. I, the New York City has always been calling my name. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's been whispering, Bobby. My first. Come uh, here. Don't buy real estate. Mm-hmm. Rent. <laughs> Rent and argue with your landlord about how really your heat actually doesn't work. And you're not playing some weird mind games with him. <laughs> My first ever set in New York was at the Grizzly Pair. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you do sets in Jersey before you were doing New York? I you did. Moved to Jersey. I moved originally. to Jersey first. As, yeah, I did. I did some sets in New Jersey and carved out a little niche for myself yeah. out there. Mm. Biggest mistake I ever made. <laughs> uh, but I started I, in. Well, I lived in Jersey. My first open mic was in Manhattan. Which one? Uh, it was at. Uh, what has sometimes been called the Climate Lounge, uh, and what has sometimes been called Cellar Seventy Seven. Also known as comedy has yeah. been replaced by a pool table. There's a pool table down there now. That's what I'm told. Is that yeah? They kicked us out. They kicked the com- comedians out for a pool table. That's where you did your first open mic. That's where I did my first open mic. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Mine was, was Laughing Buddha yeah. open mic. Mine was at Broadway Comedy Club in there the room go. that doesn't exist anymore. It's mm. called The World. Ooh. It's uh, now a restaurant. Now there's like at Broadway, there's the upstairs and the downstairs. Mm. There used to be a second upstairs room, like two doors down. That's now just a restaurant. What was your your first set in New York was a Grizzly Pear? Yeah. Mm. So wait, when you moved to New York, you're like, you have a job in New York, but you got a place in Jersey? Yeah, just because it was cheap. And I knew a guy who was also moving out okay. to the East Coast, and he was going to Rutgers College. Yeah. So he's like, I found a place in Jersey, and it's pretty close to the trains. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, that's not too bad. And then it was like, I figured, like, all right, I'll, I'll sign, like, a year lease for this place, and I'll see how I like it. And if I don't like it, I'll just move back to you know, California. Yeah. Uh, and then like, as my lease was ending, uh, another New York comic hit me up and asked if, you know, I wanted to live in, she had an empty room in her apartment in Harlem. In Harlem. I, yes. mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe yeah. and I weirdly have been like following 
Each yeah, other you guys around. both lived in Jersey, Jersey then Harlem, Harlem, now Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of me. It's because Bobby only lived like a few blocks from me when he was in Harlem too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I never saw him. Mm-mm. Dude, I didn't hang out in Harlem. Harlem's stressful. It's a lot. I, when I th- whenever I think about my old apartment in Harlem, I always think about going to the Popeyes 125th Street. Love that. Love that chicken. Love fucking Popeyes chicken. But every time I was there, it was like an event. Like people, it, it, it's first of all, it's borderline a homeless encampment. Yeah, they will always ask you for money or ask to buy, ask you to so buy them. And something. aggressively too. They're not the yeah. God. Thank you, God bless homeless people. They're like, why the fuck won't you give me? Homeless people, yeah. you know what Also, I mean? the Buffalo Wild Wings there. There's like always a problem every time I went. Well, that that's where I got food poisoning too. Yeah, that's why I won't go to a Buffalo Wild Wings. You mm. can go to other Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm not so excited about the restaurant in general. I think I think the, the one by Barclays Center is pretty cool. Mm. Listeners, if you think that Buffalo Wild Wings is good, or if you think it's bad, or if you think it's just okay, why don't you go ahead and email just some locker room talk at gmail.com. We're gonna have ne- we're gonna finally check in and have no emails, mm. <laughs> or it's gonna be a bunch of like you want a bigger dick? Click here. <laughs> That's good too, dude. A whopping four inches, <laughs> rock hard. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the I saw this YouTube video and it was it made me laugh so much because it was uh, it was how Popeyes employees be training their or how how Popeyes be training their employer uh, employees, and it's just fucking like be mean to them. Uh, <laughs> yell at them don't be helpful at all i'm like it's popeyes dude yeah popeyes on uh, 125th street when i lived there was me going in there and like being like all right let's do this like that's how good the chicken is and the homeless people yell at you and then uh there's one caribbean woman and she does not hurry up she doesn't give a fuck dude but the chicken's delicious so what are you gonna do yeah yeah i would always what would you get um, my go-to is I get the uh, the three-piece, comes with the biscuit, Diet Coke, um, and then you get it one side, of course, I would get mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. but check this out. I'm already getting Popeyes. What the hell is another side going to do? Yeah. What so side? I also get mac and cheese. Nice. Those are the, those are the one-two punch yep. sides. Mm-hmm. Who gets the fucking string beans? What a fucking weirdo, right? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I need my my portion of vegetable while I'm eating poison fruit from a dangerous place. I could see the beans. The beans are pretty good. Beans, yeah. I've been getting the uh, chicken sandwich at Popeyes. Love that it chicken is really sandwich. Good. Chicken sandwich is good. Also, Joe, wrap up in a blanket. I am getting the shivers, dude. Mm. He's a pig in a blanket. I am a pig in a blanket. <laughs> I'm an uh, officer, Aww. Joe Gorman, reporting for duty. Ah, yeah, um, man. But yeah, I um, I've had I had never had Chick Fil A <laughs> until like last year. I Chick Fil A is really good. I've had it a couple times here and there. Yeah, and uh, Chick Fil A is so good. It's like maybe gay marriage is fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I um I had the chicken sandwich there. I think it is just something about knowing it's the original that makes it feel a little Tastes bit good. well mm-hmm. better. I mean, but I feel like it and the Popeyes one is there's not much of a difference. I mean, technically McDonald's had the original chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Really, they had it before Chick Fil A. Well, I mean, like a chicken. I, I mean, what they said was chicken on a right. sandwich, yeah. but like this is like an actual like breaded chicken breast. Dude, I miss those uh, ghetto McDonald's commercials when they like realize. Some motherfucker. Yeah. Yo, you want this Happy Meal, dog? Get your bitch ass down to McDonald's. It's 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 basically that, dude. They're like realize like, oh, McDonald's is mostly black people that live in food deserts yeah and they're like okay well let's make our advertisements hip-hop videos yeah yeah 
They're like, shit, motherfucker, this flurry is off the hook. Yeah. Did we talk about the Citibank commercial? You did. You mentioned it. Yeah, I, I think last week. I forget okay. if it was on the freeloader. It, it just all blurs together. Yeah. yeah. No, they just like, briefly, they talked about Black Wall Street burning down and then used that as a reason why black people should invest in Citibank. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like in the 1920s, uh, white supremacists right, burned, burned down. down successful black people's uh, the thing that successful black people built. So now you should invest with Citibank. It's wild that they. Uh, it's, I was watching yeah. them uh, with my roommate, and we were just like, "Are they really about to do this?" Mm. Well, I mean, I'm gonna go on record and say, if you don't bank with Citibank, you kind of support race riots. Mm. You know what I mean? I use a credit union. <laughs> that that's the real. That you're getting real. Aw. Great service here. My incredible wife making sure I'm alive. Mm. Folks, sure if you, if you, if you have a wife, hold her close. Mm. <laughs> hold her she so did. close she can't possibly think about messaging another man on Instagram. Oh, I would allow it because mm. she's such a good woman. Mm-hmm, mm. <laughs> I got a woman who gives me Gatorade. Okay. And we got little Finny. Yeah, dude. We're having a fucking wholesome time. For the, for the listeners that can't see... Uh, see us right now and we'll never see us we're never going to get a video camera set up Mm, folks we aren't so joe is wrapped up like a snug little bug in his his little blanket and i'm sitting next to him arguably Mm. too close with a dog and a cat yeah and matt's over here with his hyper masculine energy ruining what would otherwise be a great christmas card to send our friends and family how amazing would it be if we had a fire going in the fireplace Mm -hmm. chestnuts roasting on an open fire hate speech coming through my podcast (laughs) i'm dreaming of a white nation i am excited about christmas man i can't wait dude the countdown is on Seven months and counting, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't wait to Hanukkah either. Come on, Matt. No one celebrates Hanukkah for real. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Hanukkah is not even like one of the higher Jewish holidays. It is. Like Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, Passover. Mm -hmm. But the only reason people talk about Hanukkah so much is because during Christmas time, Jews were like, hey, us too. Yeah. We got one. Also, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even that, the only reason they would make a movie about Hanukkah, the only reason Hanukkah gets talked about is because Jews are like, we got a thing too for the holiday season. Oh, what about our little tradition and culture? Which is really like... That's all like, because I mean, Christmas is like the birth of Christ, but all the other stuff with like the tree and the decorations and the turning a whole like the holiday season, like it's all just so people who live up north can not kill themselves when it's cold out. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why else would we spend all of December and January being like, it's the most wonderful time? No, it's not. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Winters in New York are particularly hard. Yeah. I love it. Mm. The beautiful. Macy's uh, Christmas lights. Yep, the annual tradition of complaining about the Starbucks Christmas cups. I mm. love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Mm-hmm. I used to work at Starbucks when there was like that controversy oh, going no. on. <laughs> well, because uh, like one year they had um, like it was red cups and it was all like snowflakes and snowmen. Mm, right. And then people were like, "Oh, what? You're not going to have a cross on it? Like, what, Jesus?" <laughs> Like they're not. It's not Christmassy, and I'm like, it's all Christmas stuff. It's just not Jesusy, I guess. Yeah, fuck Jesus, dude. The 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 insaneness 
to oh, like it, even yeah. even working, if you felt yeah. that way, like why the fuck are they telling you employee at Starbucks? Yeah, I was working there after um, the 2016 election when they did the Unity Cups, Ooh. where it was like green and white, and it Yikes. was like some drawing of unity of some sort, and there was a thing like green and white are the colors of the Palestinian flag <laughs> or <laughs> Pakistani flag or some shit. <laughs> I'm serious. There were people like saying that. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude, that rules. Dude, I love that. It's so funny because no matter what side you're on politically, like yeah. there, there is like badget happening that you yeah. should like get behind, and instead to be like, well, you know what's happening is Starbucks is using a dog whistle. Yeah, with their cups. And also, like we would have snowman cookies, yeah. gingerbread flavoring for the yeah. winter season. They brought a lot of peppermint mocha drinks. Mm-hmm. All that gay um, shit. You walked into the store and it was Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Silent Night playing uh-huh. over the speakers, and. The audacity for anyone to say Starbucks was not Christmassy enough. Mm. Like, I wanted to fucking kill myself because of how Christmassy yeah. it was. And I had to work there for eight hours every day. Dude, anybody yeah. that gets worked up about Christmas and they're over 12 years old needs to fucking jump off a building. Yeah, dude. God damn. Oh, it's going to be Christmas. It's for ch- it's a holiday for children. Yeah. yeah. And also, You feel obligated to get people gifts. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we're like, God damn it, I got to get... Fuck! The well, stress also, I've, of having to get someone a gift is higher than the joy yeah. of receiving. Oh yeah, I've I would also, be happy if it was just like if you if it literally was just like spending time with you. Don't understand as a kid, you're like I want this and this and this. But as you get older, it's like it really is about the joy of togetherness because I really don't want to get people. Yeah. Stuff, <laughs> oh, you know? and I don't have to yeah. go to dude. Ninety nine percent of Christmas is guess who's not working today. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, and you know, let's also be. Uh, so I was like, look, when you're a kid. And you need to fucking, like, oh, maybe I hopefully I get it for Christmas. I'm an adult, dude. If I want something, I'll just buy it. I want to, like, I don't need, oh, will somebody go buy this for me? And then, like, oh, I'll be nice. Yeah. That's why I just get my friends gifts all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do. Uh, I did an unboxing video of your Jesus band-aids. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, like, whenever I'm, like, away, I'll just, because there's, like, cheap little things wherever right. you go. Get them for your friends, and then, like, when it's their birthday or something, it's like you don't have to spend, like, a hundred bucks on something. Yeah. I hate it. I was just like, yeah, I just want to hang out, mm-hmm. smoke a little weed. Yeah. You know what I always try to get someone for their birthday? What? My presents. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, hey, let's hang out. And then I'll be like, you know what your gift is? And they'll, they'll kind of be like... Oh, oh! Then they're like looking around to see if I yeah. have something behind my back or something, yeah. and I just take my index finger mm. and I point it to my face, and yeah. then they smile as they realize that the greatest gift of all is the gift of friendship. You did contribute to um, on my thirtieth birthday uh, the Mountain Dew cake. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bobby me. and uh, Mark Henley, Ben Ooh. Miller all made me rest a Mountain Dew cake. Yeah, rest in peace, Mark nice, Henley. Dude. Was a great man. Is uh, that like a Sprite cake, but with Mountain Dew instead? I don't know, Bobby. You were a part the of the. The fuck is a Sprite process. cake? Sprite cake? Oh, it's like a cake that made with soda. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, all I did was zest the lemon, so I don't really, I don't really know. Uh, this I bet Ben Miller did all the cooking. Ben Miller did all the cooking. Had a mini meltdown when it wasn't going exactly the way it was supposed to. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Is that why you guys stopped doing that other uh, Super podcast? Seniors? Super seniors. Yeah, it was all over the meltdown Ben had over the cake. Damn, I knew he it. He really, he really blew. He blew up, up at us like his name was Muhammad Atta. Uh oh. That yeah. is a yeah. muzi. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was gonna say when we were talking about Christmas, like 
I whenever someone says Merry Christmas or just a, a couple of months ago and someone said Happy Easter to me, yeah. I always just say you too. Yeah. I don't understand anyone who's Jewish who's like it's upset. A, it's a weird line in the sand. Like they're just trying to be inclusive. They're just trying yeah. to be nice. It's yeah. just someone trying to be nice. There's no way that there's anything more to it when someone says Merry Christmas. Like because yeah. I every if I ever said I'm Jewish, they would immediately say, Oh, I'm sorry and feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like if people say like how, if like those Hasidic Jews will try to get you like Excuse me, are you Jewish? You know, like yeah. they always say that. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, oh, well, happy Hanukkah. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you too, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I, I, I completely, like, ignore Christmas. You know what I mean? No, you don't. You're a Grinch. I'm not a Grinch, but, uh, and, and you know what? I resent the accusation that I may be. You're a mean one, Bobby Sheehan. Some say his dick shrunk three sizes that day. <laughs> Um, no, I, I like I don't say Merry Christmas to people, and it's just because you say I, bah humbug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll say Happy Holidays or Have a Good Holiday. Mm, I, if, the if, day if, of if, Christmas. if Christmas falls on Saturday and I'm yeah. leaving work on uh, Friday afternoon, I'll say Have a Good Weekend. Really? I don't care, dude. Whatever. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to deal with the uh, uh, oh Merry Christmas or you know Happy Chinese New Year or whatever. It's like. I'm just fucking going home. I think I'll usually no say have what, a good. It's for children. You I know think what you I mean? can say have a good holiday because you know, in like England, they call having a day off a holiday. Ooh. Oh, okay. well, blimey, mate! I guess we should be quite having a bit of a holiday. Have yeah. a good holiday. It's maybe no baloney at the Irish. Maybe consider brushing your teeth. Mm, yeah, <laughs> they do have gross teeth, dude. Disgusting people. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. Happy Holidays, and have a joyous. And prosperous New Year. Allahu Akbar. British people are gross. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock.